What's poppin' millennials and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset. You might not believe it, but it's been just over a year since we launched this podcast and throughout that whole entire journey, we've brought a lot of interesting guests with a lot of interesting topics. But with this whole process also comes a lot of new audience members and a lot of you guys haven't heard some of our previous guests that completely blew us away. So we want to backtrack to December when we brought this guest that just, like I said, blew us away. And his name is Andy Samora, somebody that I consider a prodigy in the mortgage lending industry. And he dropped one specific piece of knowledge, which is one of the main reasons why I wanted to highlight this episode. He says, I expect to get lucky. I expect to meet the right people. I expect that the right help is going to come my way. I expect to create the right team and I expect everything to always work out. The fact of the matter is that Andy always expected everything was going to work out his way and it did because once he shifted his mindset and set this intention for himself, he completely dominated that industry. And he also ended up dropping post-podcast predictions as to how his career was going to turn out. And guess what? He manifested them down to the T. So sit back and enjoy this throwback episode with our friend Andy Samora, the Prodigy Mortgage Lender. And without further ado, let's get it. Hey, I'm working on a Wednesday, then up again the next day. So my so is popping, man. I skip him like your leg day. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Inside the Millennial Mindset, where we interview world-class millennials doing amazing things. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Rigo Flo. What's up, Rigo? How you doing, bro? Yo, how are you guys doing today? It's a beautiful Saturday, and we're here with Mr. Andy. Like uh, Rico said, this guy... It's, it, it, we're changing it up a little bit. We're doing something a little bit different, bringing you a different flavor of person today, a different mindset. This yep. guy operates in a very different way. But w- what I want to do is uh, I want him to introduce himself. And yes. um, Rico, who do we have here? We have Andy Samora from The Mortgage Guys. What's up, bro? ¿Cómo estás? What's up, brother? Aquí andamos, aquí andamos. Good stuff, man. So tell us a little bit about you, bro. Para los que no te conocen, for those that don't know you, tell us about you. Who is Andy, bro? Andy, Andy Zamora. I'm from the Central Valley. I'm from Northern California, a little town called Riverbank. Okay. Right next to Modesto. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to have a hard time pinpointing yeah. uh, that small city. But moved around a lot growing up. I, I know I was touching or touching on the fact that we lived in the Oxnard area. Yeah. Yeah. When we were before, that's before I was born. We, my parents worked in the fields out there and then okay. eventually worked their way up north over to Watsonville, Salinas area. Yeah, yeah. And when I was coming up, we were we were in Riverbank, so that's where I grew up. Okay. Yeah, I'm very familiar with the uh, with the area that you're talking about, not Riverbank itself, but Modesto. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have friends that are out in Salinas and Stockton, so I know that it's not too far from that area. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm... Uh, yeah, yeah, puros cholos. But the good thing, bro, is that you, uh, I think, uh, and, and we'll dive deeper into it as, as uh, we get into the conversation, but I feel like you took your situation and you kind of made it your own, right? Yeah. You, um, you really were able to, uh, to, to not stay in that. Right. And, uh, and it's cool, bro. It's really cool to see that you excelled, right? So one of the first questions that I want to ask you, bro, is, is what is it exactly that you do for a living? I mean, obviously, I know, but I want the, I want the public to know, bro. I want, I want everybody to know. What, is, what exactly does Andy do for a living? Yeah, so I'm a mortgage loan originator. Okay. But more than anything, I, I, I consider myself just, just a leader, man, someone who, who is hoping to inspire as many people as, as possible to to aim higher, to take that chance, that leap of faith. Right. And that's kind of what I pride myself. The, the, the loan officer is just, you know, just the loan officer title is just the avenue right now, that the vehicle that, that I'm, I'm taking, but it's a lot more, a lot more than just that title. Yeah. And I can definitely agree with you on that, bro. Um, 
you operate in a very different way. And that's something that I found very interesting from the beginning since I've been seeing, you know, since I've been following, I've been following you for a couple of years now. Yeah. Uh, I remember when you made the move from one mortgage company to another. I'll Shit, let you say that. that. But I've been, no, I've been following you for a minute now, bro. And uh, I like to, I like to, and something that Rigo and I both share is we like to kind of look at people that are doing something extraordinary before it happens. Yeah. Right. I spotted what you were doing at a very, like very early on. And yeah. I was like, oh, hold on. This guy's onto something. Yeah. Um, so I, I really admire that you're, uh, you're taking that leap. And I'll tell you this, bro, you already do inspire people. Yeah. And, um, you inspire them by by showing them that it's possible. Yeah. And one reason why I say that, bro, is because you inspire your circle. Right. What do I mean by that is the people that are on your team, bro, whether you see it or not, I feel like a lot of times it takes somebody else to tell us that we're doing something amazing for us to realize it, right? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I have to tell my partner, Rigo, that, hey, bro, you're doing something really dope, really amazing for him to realize the same way that he's told me before, like, hey, you're doing something good. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just doing what I, you know, what I feel in my heart. So I think it, it goes back to the way that, that uh, you're doing things as well. So yeah. you are definitely inspiring in that sense, bro. I can definitely see your hustle. I see your grind and you're on it, bro. And that's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting perspective, bro. So you said that you want to inspire people, right? Am I, am I right? That's correct. So uh, where does that come from? Like what, ma what makes you want to inspire people? Because you came from a very humble background, right? You did say that you, that your family did originate from like the fields, right? They used to work the fields at one point in their life. Yeah. So they came from a completely different aspect of life where, you know, that's not something that you tend to say, you know, if you ask uh, my, my familia, you know, my, fam my own family themselves, we also work from the fields. And yeah. when I ask them, you know, what did you guys see yourself doing in 10 years? Like back, back when I asked them the first time, what did you guys see yourself doing in 10 years? They would have definitely not said, hey. I want to inspire somebody, you know? So right. where does that come from, bro? Like, wh wh when did that mentality really start setting into your mind? I think that being the youngest of four okay. and being nine years apart to my sister, which we did not really oh, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty like big gap, bro. Yeah. So then came my older brothers, which were 14, 15 years mm. older than me. And I always just wanted to be heard, man. I wanted some acknowledgement. Okay. I was just kind of the little brother there that no, no one paid attention to. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted my voice to be heard. You know what I mean? And, and I always had these ideas, these thoughts and and good intentions, but nobody knew because Andy was just put to the side. OK. You know what I mean? So I was just, man, what could I need to do something huge to, so that people can can know this, these these good intentions I have yeah. inside me. Right. And and little by little, we've been able to to kind of make that happen. So. I think that's that's uh, you hit something important, bro, because I feel like as a and, and you're the youngest, you said, right? Yeah. I feel like as the youngest child in a family, you always um, you always kind of have to fight to, to do something different, right? To kind of stand out in a different way. And I like that you're doing it in the way that you are, right? You're not using it like in a negative way, showing off and, and trying to get that attention in a negative way. But you're trying to show people like, look, I have good intentions and I want to do something big. And I've, I've felt that since you spoke at Driven uh, this past year when, when I was there with Manny. Um, I saw that, bro, and I, I can feel that. I feel that energy and that's that's good. I'm sure you're making uh, everybody in your family proud, bro. So yeah. that, that's inspiring, bro. Thank you, brother. That's that's the whole purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's tough, bro, when when we get put on that stage, that spotlight. You know what I mean? I get I get the butterflies just like I got them going right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then I also know that I have some of my team, some of my guys out there watching. Yep. You know what I mean? So it can I cuss? Of course. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck my feelings, bro. Who who Andy, what? Who, you're being selfish if you're just focused about what your what your emotions emotions are like. Yeah. There's people that are depending on you to deliver Oof. so that they could take that that initiative as well. Oh yeah. It's kind of paving the path. So I whenever I feel like I want to slow down because of what's going on internally, my emotions, the way I feel, I worry I, I focus I shift my focus 
into like man they need you to to stand up mm -hmm. to take action to pave the way so that's that's how i'm able to get through that wow that's 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 amazing bro that's amazing that that you shift your mind and that you're able to do that because a lot of us and i say us because it's hard for me when i lose that like motivation it's hard for me to shift that mindset but it's amazing that you have that ability let me ask you this where did that generate or how did that how did you learn how to do that man honestly there's there's a lot of things that i'm gonna have answers to but that one just 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 remembering what my why is and again it's it's never been about me mm -hmm. so now that I, i i used to imagine people depending on me to to do something great for example i was a, a high school coach okay. for four years high school soccer coach and i always just thought that they were out there watching watching me on on instagram and what i was doing and and if i posted that i was i, I was staying in on a weekend reading and i i loved posting that, that i was reading on a saturday night on a friday night that i was up early on on saturday morning sunday morning to kind of shift their their mindset But it was just imaginary. It wasn't. I, I didn't know if it was true or not. Mm -hmm. But then now I, I actually have a team. Like this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this gal, this gal are on my team. So now it ain't imaginary people watching me. It's people that I can like. Look, these are the people that are watching me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a lot easier to 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 take action that way. I think it's it's the principle of accountability, right? Yeah. It sounds like it's that principle of accountability that really drives you, bro. And that's that's insane how you're. Um, It's like what I told you earlier, bro. Te haces, no eres, bro. Like, yeah. like you, you play that part, but you're very. Um, I feel like everything, every step that you're gonna take or that you that you're taking or that you have taken, um, is already you already thought about it. Like you already saw it in your mind. Yeah. Now it's just kind of living it in in your life, right? right. So that's amazing that you uh, you you think that way, bro. It's now that I'm getting to listen to you, bro. I see why you have that success, and I see why you're because it, it's 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 really mindset. So. Now, and, and let me ask you this, what your your opinion on it is. What do you think um, business is? Is it more mindset or is it skill? I think it's going to be mindset. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of, uh, what would it be? Uh, people who are not the smartest, not the most skillful, killing it. Okay. I mean, just because, just yeah, because no, what, exactly. what I would attribute that to would be wow. courage, bro. Yeah. A lot of people, what they lack is not skill, but they lack courage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what happens is sometimes you need someone to show you that it's possible for you to build a little bit of courage. So that's what's happening with my team, bro. I, I, I grew up with a lot of these people that are in my team, and I know how great they are. I just know it because I've, I've, I've been with them, around them for over a decade, over 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. I know they got greatness in them, but they lack courage. But what if Andy comes and does something that was abnormal and now i could tell him hey brother look this is what i did this is what's possible this is how much money we can generate forget about that 20 dollars an hour that we used to think was was good enough forget about the the monday to friday eight to five being a good job mm -hmm. you know no you know what i mean I, i i feel like i just needed to show my people that we just need to build some courage and that there's so much more that we can we can uh, accomplish if we just take that that jump make that jump mm -hmm. and it's funny because whenever oh. uh, i was talking to rico recently on the drive over here we were dissecting the greatest minds that have ever existed in the business world you know the rockefellers yeah. the del carnegie's the grand carnegie's and and um one of the one of the topics that came up constantly throughout these people's lives was the fact that they you know they were just action takers they literally just uh, knew what they wanted to do and they 
had the courage to actually go ahead and do it rather than being the smartest person in the room it's not that they were the smartest it's that they were the one the most willing to actually take action yeah. man so that leads me to my next question when did you personally see the most growth in your business the most growth in my business when honestly when i started study, studying grant cardone okay because for a long wow. time i did i did car sales okay and when i got in the car sales business i realized that that seasoned car salesmen were studying sales gurus there was sales trainings online on youtube mm -hmm. so then i started jumping on on that as well and then i came across jim rome i got et eric thomas and i got a e. little bit of tony robbins a little bit of and then i landed a, on grant's page and i was like oh shit <laughs> i like this guy Something yeah. about him. He's a little it's, crazy. It's funny because uh, I, you always hear mixed reviews from Guy Condon. You either yeah. really love him or you really don't. Yeah. yeah. Why, why do you think you resonated with him? Just because he was... I, I loved how how transparent he was. Okay. You like his aggressiveness. I, I love just trans, that transparency. Okay. There's a lot of things that he probably shouldn't say, mm -hmm. but he says them anyways because... <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's, he's no, he has no filter. Yeah. And he talked a lot about, on, uh, a lot, a lot about courage and okay. just being obsessive because I have, I had, a, I have always had an obsession at, at certain period of time, uh, ser, ser, at certain periods of time, it's been on video games. Like I yeah. want to be the fucking best at yeah. whatever video game I'm playing. Uh, there was a time where tetherball was my shit. Yeah. Okay. Soccer ball or soccer was my thing. And, and, and I would get crazy about it, bro. Like it didn't matter if it, there was rain or shine or what, whatever the, if I was sick, but now I walked, I walked into the business world and this guy's like 10 X, yeah. Be obsessed or be average, uh -huh. and I get people telling me, "Man, you're you're working too much, or why are you doing so much, man? Just chill. You look for some balance, man. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Why Why, why do you think they're telling you you're working too much? Well, that that might be a sign that they're not working enough. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It, it, it not even that though. It, it, it has to go back to, it has to go back to to what we all want in in, in life. You know. So that might be me just talking shit, but. Mm -hmm. Where I'm trying to get to, that's 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 a non-negotiable. I have to go right the the seven days a week, the mm -hmm. you know 80, 80 hours a week, you mm -hmm. know whatever. There's no no looking at your clock and saying, man, that's enough. You punch, you, you got your eight hours in. And so let me ask you, dude. That's actually I've I've heard that several times before yeah. from very high achievers. Yeah. What, what do you define as a non-negotiable? What, what what does that really mean to you? Well, to me, to me is is going to bed not feeling like I did the most, okay. like I improved, like. At least, at least, I mean, 1% is, is, is what I like to use. I have to feel like I, I learned something today that's going to help me for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That could be a little bit of reading. That could be some, some there had to be a, an hour of, of a podcast. It had to be something that, that mm -hmm. I feel like, man, today I seized the day. If I don't feel like I seized the day, that's when I'll be here till 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Until I feel like I did that, that's when I'm able to get a good night's rest. Yeah, I've, I've actually, I have seen you at your office at midnight. And in my head, honestly, I'm thinking like, I'm a lender too, bro. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing at your office at 12, right? But I like what you think. And what I'm hearing from what you're saying, bro, is that it's not that you're obsessed. It's not that you, um, beyond the commitment, there's something that I feel like I just realized about you yeah. that I feel like is very obvious. But yeah. you're passionate, bro. Yeah. 
you're passionate about whatever endeavor it is that you take, whether, like you said, whether it be video games, yeah. tetherball, soccer, uh, now the business. Like, it, it doesn't matter whatever it is that you're you're doing. You're passionate about it. You put your heart into it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of the main reasons why um, people like you are successful in business, bro, or yeah. in anything in life because you're passionate, yeah. right? You do it with the right intention. Right. There's people that jump into this business because they see a quick check. Mm-hmm. I know so many lenders and so many realtors that jump in because they think it's a quick check, and they're the first ones to check check out yeah <laughs> they're the first ones to be out um and it's because they're not doing things with intention right. they're not jumping into their day with intention right yeah. and uh right now earlier we were talking about the open house that you were at yeah. and you say that your main goal when you're at these open houses is yes obviously be there to provide that information right, right. but beyond that is to build that relationship with right. people right? right why because you have to get to know your business partners yeah that's you showing your passion to get to know who you're doing business right. with i think that's next level bro and i think that that's one of from from what you've been saying so far that's that's one takeaway that i'm i'm taking with me yeah. um and that i feel like the listeners you guys you guys should be listening to that too it's yeah. it's that passion you know what I mean? It's that it's putting in that extra work, going that extra mile, like that saying, you know what I mean? Do what others aren't willing to do so you can live the lifestyle that others can't live. Right. You have an end goal. You know what you want and you're putting in the work that's going to help you get to that position. So I think that's great, bro. Um, it's helping me understand a lot more why it is that you are where you're at. Yeah. So it has a lot to do again. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it twice because it, it all has to do with. Where are we trying to get to? Yeah. What's the destination? Yep. Some people don't want to make it to, you know, a hundred million, right. two hundred million, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, some people don't care about helping, not just this generation, but wanting to leave something for the next one. Yeah. So depending on what what our target is, then maybe yeah, you're cool working forty hours an hour, and that's fine. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you got to try and make sense out of why Andy's working as much as he's working. Yeah. You know, so what, where I'm intending to go, I need to be shit. 24 hours isn't even enough. Correct. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's why why I get a little a little crazy with, with the amount of work I put in. Yeah, but it goes to show, bro, with, with I mean, the results are there, yeah. right? Results don't lie. That's something that I tell a lot of people. Your results don't lie. And, you know and what I mean? And uh, I want to play devil's advocate because I, I like to see it from both sides of the perspective. You know, there's a lot of people that, especially on the social, you know, we live in the social media age. Mm-hmm. And I was guilty of that in the past, you know, where I would... Uh, like you said, I posted on social media, hey guys, look at me grinding at 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, look at me grinding at 5 in the morning. I have not slept in the past 24 hours, mm-hmm. you know. It's something that a lot of people like to flash, you know. Yeah. So my question to you is, uh, how much of your work would you say it's actually efficient work versus you working just to fill in your schedule? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie on that. There's times where even if just my mind is outside of the what's going on in this club, who's uh-huh. playing who's playing, uh, you know, what, what local band is. Even just if I'm sitting in an office and I'm thinking of what I could be doing, I might not be as efficient on pushing my files mm-hmm. to the funding stage. But even just knowing that, you know what, Andy, you're not going to go on this date to go out with this girl or that girl mm-hmm. or with the boys to drink or to watch, you know, football, basketball, baseball, whatever. Even just that commitment of staying, I'm staying in. I'm going to fucking sleep in this office. Even if I'm not being as efficient as I should, even that makes me feel okay. like, and you're willing to sacrifice yeah. the, right. the, you know, the, the good, the good times, quote unquote, good times to get even a little bit closer to, to where you're trying to get to. Yeah. So sometimes it's not at a, a super efficient 2 a.m. You know, night at, at the office, but even just staying here might be a, an issue for many people regardless yeah. of the efficiency of the time. 
it sounds like it's more of a discipline type of thing yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's more of a you kind of uh, show, showing that yourself really, because I, I mean, you don't post it all the time. Yeah. The times that I have caught it, it's like 12. Yeah. Right. But if you're staying here past that, I feel like it's it's more of that you showing yourself that you have the discipline to be able to stay here mm-hmm. and choose your business growth and, and development. Like you said, whether you're sitting at where you're at now, hoping and wishing that you were at the club or that you were on yeah. that date, um, you're still staying disciplined and understanding that, no, I'd rather wake up ready to go tomorrow mm-hmm. than wake up with a hangover type of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. OK, I, I see that, bro. I, I like that. And you know, bro, something something that we noticed about you, and one of the main reasons why we wanted to talk to you about this thing, is because this is something that you excel on. You're not just only somebody that you know like likes to put in the work. You know, you you obviously like to put in the work. You like to put in the hustle. Mm-hmm. But dude, you're a delegator, bro. Oh you yeah, you mastered that. Something that we noticed about you is that is something that it's it's a skill that you finesse. You yeah. know how to delegate. Yeah. So my question to you is, uh, how important is it to delegate your work? Again, it's going to go back to what our target is. Uh-huh. Who are we trying to become? If Andy's looking to be a, a business owner, okay. business owners aren't scanning paperwork. You know, they're not checking people Ooh, in. They're not even okay. getting, they're not even handing drinks like I did right now. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. But it, it goes it goes back to identifying, okay, who are we trying to become? Mm-hmm. And in that role, what are the, the activities that are are going to have the highest ROI? Yep. Our highest return of investment. Yep. And man, we just want to stick to doing the activities that have the highest return of investment. One would be spending quality time with the people that can that can impact your business somehow. Yeah. Or it could be, you know, the people that, that you care about most. So, yeah, we, we, we have to learn to delegate just about everything, brother. That's big. Um, you know, one of my one of my mentors in the business, uh, our biggest issue has always been my issue with him or his issue with me. And one of the things that he tells me why I haven't excelled to the next level is because I'm a kind of a control freak. Like I was telling you earlier, I want to be able to be the person that scans, sends, has the file ready and everything. But I'm seeing more and more and especially hearing you speak, bro. It's like you have to delegate what's under your pay grade, right? You have to delegate so that you can do, like you said, those activities that are, are going to give you that higher ROI, yeah. right? So, hmm, okay. So, so, so control, bro, is, is almost equal. It's, it's enemy of, uh, is the enemy of growth. You know, if we want to grow, control we have to learn. Hold on, hold growth. on. Say that louder for the people in the time? back, bro. Yeah, so, so control yeah. is the enemy of growth. Okay. Oof. Okay. Wow. I like that, okay. I like that. We have to be able to. You just stabbed me, bro. You just stabbed me. Oh, I felt that one, bro. I felt that one. Yeah, we have to be willing to to hand it off. And we have to be okay knowing that there is a possibility that shit is going to hit the fan. That that person that we handed that responsibility to could fuck it up. Right. But that's part of the process. So let me ask you this, bro. You said something. You know, you you have to understand. We have to understand (laughs) that shit might hit the fan. So how is it that with your business partners, because we're in an industry, bro, that's like cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're not doing the right thing, yeah. bro, you're going to mess something up. Yeah. So how is it that you deal with uh, something that falls out of escrow, um, something that something slips through your hands? and You're like, oh, shoot, I didn't see this. How do you deal with that? How do you how do you show face to your, your partners? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, luckily that hasn't happened. OK, but I know that it's a possibility. Right. And I'm perfectly OK with it. I'm perfectly OK with with the outcomes of losing a client with losing a realtor relationship with 
taking to court with fucking being sued with whatever comes with it because I don't expect it to be you know all, all perfect right smooth sailing you know all the way yeah so I know that that's gonna it's part of the show you know what right. I mean I, I expect it to happen eventually right and it's like you said you know you can't control is the is the enemy of growth yeah, so that really resonates bro yeah. damn honestly bro, i think we have a title for this damn podcast straight yeah, up that's, that's that is that is insane title. bro that's insane so you know you mentioned to us your upbringing you mentioned to us your motivation you mentioned to us um how delegation is important yeah let me ask you this now bro i mean i know that growth it sounds like growth is very important to you very much why in the world why the f why the fuck are you training your competition because realistically speaking yeah. bro you're building a team yes you're building a team yes. but you're also training your competition yeah why yeah i think uh, i i tell them i don't expect them to be under andy forever right just like i tell them to to come up and start their own teams and do whatever they wish i heard that on one of your lives yeah. bro or i your know post i yeah. know that there's there's a new wave who i will also help come up and repeat, you know what I mean. So I'm not yeah. thinking in uh, what, what, what's that uh, word? The, the scarcity that scarcity mindset. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think of that. Okay, you know, I expect them to grow and and go flourish on their own, do their thing. I think that that really um, that really shows that you embody what you said, bro. Like you want to help those around you. I think that what you're doing is amazing by putting your people that you used to hang out with, used to kick it with, that maybe you were the desmadroso with. You're now putting your players in position to win. You're playing a game of chess, bro. You're putting your players in position, right? And uh, I think that's amazing. That's one thing that I do admire about you, bro, because I feel like a lot of times the older crowd, I was lucky enough to find a mentor that was willing to share with me everything he knows. And to this day, if I have a file that's like, that I'm having trouble with, bro. I know that I can reach out to this person. Shout out to Pedro Chavez, um, because he's always willing to help me. Yeah. He's always willing to to walk me through something that I've haven't done. So yeah. I think it's uh, there's there's only a handful of of you. You know what I mean? There's only a handful of people that are willing to show that um, show this trait, right? Show this business um to the newcomers to the people that are coming into the business because because of that but it's it's because like you said you operate without fear of scarcity right you don't operate on that so that's important that's that's cool man yeah so um you you did mention that you were um you know you did build a team and you don't necessarily operate in that scarcity mindset but um you are you are motivated not inspired you are inspired by Grant Cardone and something that Grant Cardone something that really motivates him is that fire he has, you know, and some people might even consider that ego. Mm -hmm. But from what I've seen about you, I, from what I've seen from you, I haven't really seen much of an ego yeah. type personality type. Mm -hmm. What's your perspective on ego? Do you think you have ego? And if you had it, when did you start being aware of it and like face it out of your life? Yeah, well, that, that ego word, uh, I'm going to say that I do have it. Okay. I really? think it's under okay. control. Never do I do I look at someone and and, um, and think I'm better than them than, than, than anybody. You know, it's all eye level with everybody, but that ego is what makes me want to thrive. Like I'm never okay being at the bottom of the, of the scoreboard or, or you know, the top performers. I'm yeah. not okay with being second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Okay. So that ego makes me want to be at the top. But when you do get that top spot, it's not you, you thinking you're better than anybody. It's like, man, I just put in a lot of work, man. It's yeah. an interesting perspective, dude. I actually heard somebody recently from, this is from a question that they asked to really top achievers and yeah. The question and the answers were kind of interesting. Yeah. 
Do you think to be a top performer, to be one of the best of the best, the number one, you have to walk around with a chip on your shoulder? That's a lot of these people said yes. I think I think so. Okay. Yeah, why, think, why, why do you think so? I think you have something to prove to okay. not maybe just yourself, but I think everybody's got a little, a little bit of uh, different motivators. Some people are driven by by recognition. Some people do want the awards. Some people want um, to be accepted. For me, I, I thrive uh, when I have a competitor. I thrive on competition. If there's an opponent and I can, I can see who, who I'm competing against, that's when I get really, really motivated. You know, that's when I feel like I got that chip activated. Yeah. So yeah. recently, the, you know, people are throwing this idea around like, hey, you know, I'm going to do it with my, like, I'm going to do it for my city. I'm going to do it with my people. I'm mm -hmm. taking everyone with me. But mm -hmm. whenever you talk to top performers, top achievers, like you right now, you just mm -hmm. said you have to walk around with, with a chip on your shoulder. How do you, and, and the fact that you have something to prove, mm -hmm. what do you think about this idea that's being thrown around where you have to do it for your city, do it for your people, do it with everybody and have this team walking behind you, not necessarily your team, but kind of keep it open for, in terms of competition, keep it open for people to kind of be able to compete with you. I'm not sure I understood the question. Can okay. The... So lately there's been this idea of people that really, let's say, that keep saying, I want to do it for my I'm city. Saying, and that kind of like, in other words, it's kind of, it kind of, it feels like people are saying, keep the competition low. Don't be so aggressive with your personality. Oh yeah, yeah. But a lot of the people that I keep here that are, keep hearing saying these things, they're not high achievers. They're not high performers, but it's something that, it sounds really flashy and yeah. persuasive on social media. Yeah. Is that something that you don't agree with at all? Uh, honestly, I don't even pay too much mind to that. But uh, I, I, I respect anybody who, who is proud of where they come from. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Anybody who finds motivation in anything, there's times that motivation is fueled by something negative. Okay. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, it, does it give you motivation, though? What should, <laughs> we, what should we focus on? The, the reason... Or, or the fuel or, or the fact that they're motivated. I mean, I'm like, hey, if it's working for you, man, as long as when you do achieve that goal, you're not putting no one down, you're not hurting nobody, I respect it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know where the fuel is or if it's for the wrong reasons or whatever, but hey, I'll, I'll power to you if, if you're out there doing your thing and, and representing your city or not. Hmm. I like how you responded to that a lot. Yeah. I feel like you're a... Uh... You embody that kind of uh, stay in your lane type of thing. Like yeah. you're staying in your lane. You're focused on your goals, yeah. not really worried about the negative, right? You don't. I don't. I don't. I don't focus too much on. Yeah. On anything negative, man. There's so many things that we could focus on that are quote unquote, you know, that are negative. Yeah. But I choose to focus my energy and my attention elsewhere. Like know? what? Like uh, like the. I I love when I see people overachieving and and um. Like for example, we we're talking right now about about the going to seminars mm -hmm. and how I felt about it. And I'm like, man, I just love going and seeing these people want to thrive, man. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not even focused that the speaker that was on stage was shit. That they they wasted a an hour of our time because I didn't take anything away from it. Right. But I'm focusing on the fact that man, you know what we're here? Look at all these people, man. Look at all these people that are hungry. I feed off that. Then I choose to focus my energy on that versus focusing on the fact that the person on stage didn't say things the way I wish it, I wish they would have or that they gave me something that I'm going to be able to take home. I choose to, I'm going to focus on this and I'll take that and bring it back to, you know, because if, if we focus on a negative, there's always something to focus. 
a negative energy towards. There's somebody, some people that may win the lottery, bro, and, and they won $100 million. And I hear that the IRS takes a chunk. A negative person can be like, what? They're taking $35 million out of 100 They're taking $35 million when they just won the lottery. They just got $60, $65 million. Uh-huh. So the negative mindset will always find find attention, you know, where, where, where it shouldn't go. I always shift it to where, where it's something positive, something that I could take away. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, I was talking to somebody, uh, he, his name is Matthew, and he's, in my, in my mind, bro, this guy is so low-key. He's yeah. the kind of person you never hear about. He's the kind of person that doesn't really do anything public, bro. But he told me something that blew my mind, yeah. and it's something similar to what you said right yeah. now. He said that, I asked him, do you know, th- he's in a certain field, and I asked him, do you know this person? He said, never heard of him. This person is literally one of the top of the tops. Yeah. It's like, I was like, do you, have you heard of uh, this person, which is someone who's also performing on a high level? Yeah. He said, I've never heard of him. And yeah. I asked him, okay, you're a top performer. You're one of the best in your industry. Yeah. You're making moves and you're make, obviously making a lot of money with your business, yeah. but you've never heard of these top performers. Mm-hmm. And what he told me blew my mind. He said, it's like, I don't have to listen to the top performers. I don't have to listen to what they're doing. I have my mentors that have been in the industry for decades mm-hmm. and they taught me and gave me a certain path. All I have to do is listen and focus on what they taught me mm-hmm. and remove all the other noise that all these other people are doing and that's gonna allow me to excel and perform a lot more efficient because these people already set the path for me. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're kind of doing a similar way. You're yeah. in a seminar, right? And you're in this industry as well, but you're not listening to what they're, you're not listening to their tactics. You're not listening to their techniques because it's technique that's been proven for them, but you're focusing your energy on a different demographic. And that demographic is giving you a different inspiration, which allows you to perform differently mm-hmm. in a way that other people can't necessarily comprehend and won't be able to emulate because it's your own inspiration. Yeah. And that's interesting because it's, it's, it's a topic that I've been hearing a lot from people that are performing in different levels. And it, it just, it, it blew my mind when he told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Again, I just choose to, to retrieve informa- inspiration from, I mean, it could be anybody doing whatever career they're doing. I have, I, I, I get really inspired, bro. When I see, for example, field workers, bro. Okay. Yeah. I get a lot of props for quote unquote work, being a hard worker and work ethic. I'm like, nah, hell no. Nah. I don't work half as hard as that person right there. Mm-hmm. I, they inspire me, you know what I mean? So I'm always looking for someone to, oh, shit, I see what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that's that's a mindset, you know? There's a lot of a lot of people we can we can learn from and, and get inspired from, but it's up to us to choose if that's where we're going to shift our energy or, or, or find something negative, something we didn't like, something they didn't say, you know, how we wish they would have. That's how I roll. <laughs> wow, man! It, it's uh, as as you all can hear. This man literally is like, uh, you know what? My glass is half full. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You uh, you live. It sounds like you live by that. That you know, glass half full instead of glass half empty. Oh, for sure, bro. And, I, um, I used to tell my dad that a lot. Yeah, and I think it's amazing, bro. Uh, especially coming from a from a Latino upbringing. You know what I mean? From a very um, realistically speaking, I don't know if this this is for you. It wasn't for me, but I know that it's a common thing. Like coming from a very uh, machista culture, yeah. um, it's amazing that you think that way, bro. Amazing that you find all the positive and and all the negatives, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, oh, man, in this talk, you, I'm staying quiet because you're teaching me these lessons, bro. I'm like staying like poof, my mind is blown every five yeah. seconds with what you're saying, and I feel like it's just shifting that mindset. Mm-hmm. Like instead of me thinking about the seminars, like oh, what am I doing here? You know, I should yeah. be working. Like nah, like. 
I'm in a room full of people that are inspired, that want to grow, yeah. make connections, meet them, talk to them. Like you said, if there's somebody there that I know that is going to be there, that I, I want them to see me there, like figure it out. Just just find the positive in all the, uh, I guess, the negatives, right? And uh, that, that's amazing that you're able to do that, bro. I think you're you have an amazing, amazing way of thinking. Um, and that's, I can't emphasize it enough. That's the reason why you're where you're at and uh, you're headed where you're going. But let's uh, now let's switch it up a little bit, bro. Uh, it's obviously it's obvious that you're a beacon of inspiration for a lot of different people. You know, you have your own audience here uh, listening to you, asking you questions. But the question is, uh, who drives you? Who inspires you? It's gonna be there, there's a number of people. Okay. And and just like the field worker inspires me, I have my team that inspires me. I have my family. I have I have the next generation who is my ultimate inspiration. Somebody I've never even met. Okay. You know, wait, can you that, elaborate on that? Yeah. Yeah. So. So the whole purpose of me doing what I'm doing, brother, is not, not for for anybody I, I think I'll get to shake hands with. Uh, I'll be blessed if I get to shake, you know, the people that, I, that I'm that i doing it for. Uh, I'll, I don't think that'll happen. But I want this to be wealth that we'll be passing on to the next generation. But it has nothing to do with, with, with my kids. It has nothing to do with just my mom retiring, my mom, my dad. <laughs> That's kind of, a, I think I would be able to do that, you know, right now but that's not what it's about it's about seeing how 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 high we could take it bro because it, it, we set our own limits you know what i mean you want to say something me and rico have this confused look bro we're, we're like, <laughs> bro i'm 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 trying to and i'm trying to understand it but yeah, yeah. and i'm and uh it sounds like legacy is very important to you bro yeah i feel like you really um from what you're saying i'm able to put this together and really assume mm -hmm. You can, I guess, tell me if I'm right or wrong, but that legacy is really what's important to you and leaving that legacy behind for the generations to come that yeah. are, uh, I guess, waiting to be inspired by the yeah. craft that you're, you know, you're doing and by your story and, and, and what you're doing. And I think it's, um, I think it's interesting that you say that it, you're not necessarily inspired by being able to retire the parents or do yeah. this or for your future children. It's, it's no, it's about the people that are going to one day see the work that you put in yeah. and, and see that maybe, uh, it was possible and if you were able to do it they can do it too yeah yeah i dream of the the talk of my great my great granddaddy did <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> you know what i mean that's beautiful so so then uh that and and while i'm here just helping as many people as i can and I, I i grew up with a lot of i i sit and think of how many friends i grew up with and i know where they're working bro i know what they're driving and i know where they live and i know the talks we had when we were kids and we all had that 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 same talk of wanting that life of our dreams. Our life of, a dream, of our dreams was a lot different for them at the moment, what they're currently living, than what we described as kids. But for some strange reason, the, you know, the, the cards we were all dealt, that life does not match what, we, what we, we mentioned we wanted when we were kids. And I haven't given up on that. You know what I mean? And, and that doesn't mean that they can't have it yet. That's the thing. That doesn't mean that I can't go back just like it did for my team and said, hey, you guys thought you were going to retire. You guys were going to be here another. Hey, we're out this bitch. You know what I mean? This is what I found out. Now we're going to look to see how many other hands we can we can grip and, and bring as many people as we can on board. Bring them up and do the same again. You know what I mean? So while while we're here, that's the goal. Okay. And and as of right now, I just added my sister to the team, bro. My sister's a goddamn animal, mighty okay. here. You're a savage, wherever you're at. Shout, shout out. <laughs> my sister's a savage, bro. I've always told her, hey, 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 mighty, 
uh, everybody gives seems to give your little brother props like oh Andy this Andy that okay, performer here okay, a little recognition uh, on stage no bro my sister's a savage bro but see one thing she was always lacking was that courage okay and it took me a year and a half for her to be like you know what all right I'm in she she she's been a teacher for like 20 years making a six figures and and you know summer's paid and all this nonsense and she's like you know what I think we could do more. We can help more people. Mm. I'm on board. I'm, I'm sending in my my two weeks. You know what I mean? So now she just came on board and she works more more than I do, bro. She's like obsessed with it and she knows it's for the next generation. It's not for us. You know? So I'm very, very, very grateful for that opportunity. Has, has anybody ever called you crazy? Yeah. And, and, and the reason I'm saying that is because your biggest motivating motivating factor is something that you can't see, something that you can't yeah. touch, something that you cannot even that's not even going to exist right now. Yeah. So in in reality, you're doing everything based off faith. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I'm huge on faith. Yeah. Okay. I actually think that that I, I tell this to my friends and family, the people I'm close with. I'm like, hombre, le digo a Diosito, like, Diosito, pon la atención también a otros. You know, don't just don't just pamper me, you know. <laughs> Show some love to everybody else too. Uh-huh. I do feel like the luckiest man alive, bro. I feel like he knows what my intentions are. He, and just things, crazy things happen to me, bro. Mm-hmm. And I don't even act surprised because I know I'm expecting to get lucky, and I am, ex- and I know that he knows what I'll I'll do with that. You know, you're what, expecting to get lucky. I'm expecting to get lucky. Yeah. What What does that mean? I expect to meet the right people. I expect the right help to come my way to create the right teams to like. Things just work out. And how important is that? How important do you feel that is to expect things? Uh, because I, we talk to a lot of people, bro, and yeah. that's not something that's very common. Yeah. Like people, people tend to have that, like uh, you said, scarcity mindset earlier yeah. today, where people are saying, "Oh, what if my deal doesn't go through? Yeah. Oh, what if my I, I put this listing up and it just never sells?" But it sounds like you're like, "No, I'm putting it up and I'm expecting it to sell. I'm gonna bring my sister in and she's gonna be a beast." Yeah. And I'm expecting for great things and me to con- meet the me to meet the right people. Yeah. So I just I just know that if I put in my part, God is gonna get meet me halfway and, and things oh. are gonna work out. Okay. But I need I need to make sure that I am prepared, that I took the initiative to study, to to sleep in when I needed to sleep in, to to work the hours that I needed to work so that, that when opportunity comes, you know, I'm prepared to, to capitalize. But I know that I'll I'll be meeting Everybody that need to meet to get accomplish, you know, what I want to accomplish. Okay. So yeah, crazy has been in the talks. Even what I've done here in the year and a half is a little crazy, but I expected it. Dude, that's a good question, man. What what have you done in a year and a half? Yeah. So so I I've been in the business about three years, but the first year and a half I didn't do shit. Okay. <laughs> I, I moved to Pasadena last April, at the end of April, and I couldn't tell you, I couldn't sit with the client and tell them about. FHA loans or conventional loans or sit through an appointment all by myself. Okay. There's no way. In about a month and a half, a light bulb went off. I had Willie who taught me just the, the general info, enough for me to be like, okay, I could talk to a client mm-hmm. and, and I'll know about, I'll know enough just to to get it to, to the next step. Okay. And what is it, a year and like three months, four months, we... <clears throat> I mean, man, right, right, right after moving here. I mean, it was, it was. I moved in, in at the end of April. At that September, I I did it. I put up enough numbers to throw me on stage, which Grant Cardone was there. Okay. Wait, you yeah. spoke on stage with Grant Cardone? Yeah, I got a recognition, and yeah, okay. Grant Cardone was there in the audience, and I gave him a little shout out. <laughs> and this is not driven, right? It was driven. It was driven. driven okay. Too. 
driven to. So we did that. Um, fast forward uh, six months after moving here, I opened my satellite office. Uh, another six months, I hired a processor or I hired an assistant, a full-time assistant. Fast forward another six months, I have two full-time employees and a, and a team of 13, 14. We have the biggest team now in the company, bro. The, 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 as a loan officer, I have the biggest team in, in the company. Okay. They're not the top producing team yet. It's not, but we just started, but give me another, give us another four months. Okay. This will be the top producing team in the company. There you go, bro. You have a lot of people hearing that right now. Yeah. No, no, it's a, it's a fact. Bro, me tienes, me tienes callado, bro. I'm normally the one that's talking. So, but so seriously, it, everything's, everything's, uh, the things you're saying, bro. Wow. Like, yeah. you, you did, the thing about your sister, bro, that's next level because that's one of my goals. Yeah. So, see, it's, it's all wow. about bringing the family, bringing the family uh, on board as well. Okay. I, yeah. I, the goal here for this next year is going to be to hire another three family members. I shot a text message this morning. I haven't done this before, bro, but. Dude. Thank you. Yes. So bro, you're next level. Yeah. You're next level, bro. So, Neta. so thank you. Bro. The light bulb that clicked down in your head. Let, let me under, let me get this right. It was it was Willie, the mentor. Yeah. That's what clicked in your head, and that's what made all the difference in the world. Yeah, man. I think we just all need one one solid mentor to sit one on one with you. So, when you were sitting down with Willie, when you were sitting with your mentor, were you listening to a lot of different external factors? Were you listening to other information, or were you just internalizing what Willie said? It was it was it, it was always Grant, Albert, and Willie, but they all aligned because they were stuck. Willie studied Albert. Albert studied Grant. So it was a little. It was perfect. Okay. So in the four, in the past four, in the past month, I've talked with four high of the highest producers that I know. You're somebody that I just met today. Yeah. You just you're the number four. Yeah. It's it's what I was telling you about earlier when I was talking to Matt. It's exactly what he said. He said I shut off all external factors that didn't align with my goal. Yeah. I listened to what my mentor said, and that made all the difference for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in in uh, especially being millennials, you know, being in this millennial space. Something that tends to affect us millennials, especially in the digital world, is the fact that we uh, information is one of the most beautiful things, mm-hmm. but it's also our biggest crutch because we consume so much information sometimes that it's it, it can get convoluted in our own mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Gary Vee's a salesman, but his sales tactics are almost day and night with what Grant Cardone teaches. Oh, yeah, they're different. And you may not align with what Gary Vee says. Maybe right. if you followed Gary Vee's yeah. tactics, it won't necessarily align with you because his personality is so yeah. different from yours. Yeah, I wasn't able to study him. Right? But yeah. the fact that you studied Willie and you studied other uh, high achievers at Grand Cardone, yeah. it seems like that is what made all the difference in your world and you just, you know, took charge. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, we didn't have conflicting data. Okay. You know, so I did pinpoint, this is my mentor, this one I'm going to study. I don't even want to hear everybody else and what they have to mm-hmm. to educate on. And, and that was definitely it. I started learning, I started learning loans and... Also from Willie, I got a lot of the business business mindset. Okay. Because I was a hustler. I was here working like a savage. But then I started learning how to delegate. He would tell me, you know, buddy, what are you doing driving? Driving to Modesto? How long's the drive? And I was like that reality check. I'm like, I don't know, like five, six hours. Oh wow. You need to you need to you need to you need to reconsider that. You know, what do you what could you what could you do with those five, six hours? And when I started seeing nicer checks I was like, oh shit, yeah, I do have a couple prequels that I could be doing. Man, shit, I could do it in, in, the, in the in the airplane. I could still be working and advancing there. Pay the whatever, the 150, one, 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 you know, one way. I was like, that's not even bad. Then I yeah. started, then I started figuring out other ways. There's times that we needed to collect documents from a client. And I was like, you know what? 
It's going to take me 30 minutes, maybe another 20 there talking, another 30 back. I did the math. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to send an Uber. Get that documents in and send them this way. Send an Uber or, to get or, your documents? <laughs> you know what I mean? You just start getting <laughs> creative. Get creative, bro. yeah. Yeah, I'll pay for a FedEx. I think there's a, there's a service where we could pay FedEx and, and, and they'll pick up the documents and just to save your time. That's a little more business-minded. Or uh, there was times where family, friends are asking you for a ride to the airport. Hell no. Not especially not in L.A. I'm going to I'm going to send an Uber and I'd rather do you the favor that way. But I'm not going to spend an hour there and then another hour back. That's two hours of my time. You know, what I mean, you learn to do little things like that. You listen, guys, that's how a top performer thinks. Yeah. So, so it's that, that time that is time, money, right? That time man. that time we have to be very efficient. Oh, yeah. With, with our time. And then now to talk, to talk, to talking a little bit about delegating the teams. So we have a team, bro. We have a team of 13, right? So it's perfect. Two of them are, are one. One is an assistant, one is a processor, and then we have my sister. My sister's right, right there next to me. She's in my ear all the time. She's actually the one. She's a mastermind, bro. I'm okay. just the face. You know what I mean? Well, that's where it's gonna. That's that's what it is now. That's what it w- It wasn't that you know a few months ago, but right now we're we're putting positions. It's almost like a like a like a soccer team. Yeah. Because in the in our team right now, everybody wants to be a forward, bro. Everybody wants to score goals and like okay. you know get the credit for. That would be like our sales team, you know. So I'm starting to figure out. Okay, you know what, bro? You're techie. You know, you're you're, you're the tech guy in our team. You just want to be forward. But in our team, that's why we put left wings, right wings. You're you're a forward. You're the right forward because you're right footed. You're left footed. So this is soccer, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then we start putting everybody where they're supposed to go. I have everybody doing personality tests. We're doing a second, a second uh, personality test to. To make sure that everybody knows what their skills are, what their strengths are. Because even though we would all love to be forwards and, and be salespeople, there's going to be positions that we need to fill in our team. Like somebody that could be marketing, someone that's focusing on our CRM, someone that's focusing on our like finances, someone that's... And everybody's going to... I'm going to make sure everybody's getting paid, paid right. But I'm putting positions for everybody now. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it goes back to delegating because now a lot of times we're doing way too much and... And we need to hire more. It's just something that we're we're starting to work with right now, and that's all my sister. <laughs> Can I ask you something, bro? Yeah. Uh, delegation. When is it that you decided to to hire your first person or or build your team? Was it when you can afford it, when you could afford it, or did you do it prior to you having the ability to afford it? So this was this was something I told a buddy of mine, bro. Uh, I would be fearful if you do not feel confident in your ability to produce okay like if you don't think you could bring another two three deals if you had more free time nah, i probably don't do it you know i wouldn't do it but if in your heart you know like man i know that if i go out this these next seven days i'll bring x amount of deals in then fucking do it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's all it's all an internal thing like you knowing yourself like i can bring deals in i just need to shave time out of my i need to get this time out of my head i need to clear this time up and that way i can focus on on going out and, and shaking hands or with the realtors or with the clients or prospecting and however we generate business so okay. i was quick i got i had a nice paycheck and i'm like all right i'm hiring someone like now because you did this in a year no you said a year uh, like in, a year in and a half in six months bro i hired i hired my first assistant right away and i was doing a lot of paperwork i was i was here at two three in the morning because i was doing a lot of paperwork and I was mm-hmm. like, man, as soon as I, as soon as I get a chance, as soon as I find someone that I feel comfortable um, hiring, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. 
and at the same time, I always knew that that building a team was the way we were. That that's the direction I was heading. So the 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 vision was always there. I'm gonna grow a team. I'm gonna hire someone, and I'm gonna keep hiring. And 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 by the end of next year, we want to have like fifty, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have a wait list right now, but I don't want to bring them on board yet because my sister's working on. I mean, she's. I could go on for. Sounds like days. you're already halfway there. You already have a wait list of people. How yeah, many, how many no, people we have we. How many people are working with you right now? We're thir- we're thirteen, but one is one is a processor, one's an assistant, and my sister, which which is right there with me, and uh, nine. It's gonna be nine LOs total. Wow. So you got hmm. about forty-seven more. No, thirty-seven more to go. Yeah, we have a we have about six, six that are waiting for me to just give them a call, tell them how to start. They went through through Willie's training. Mm. Willie's training is what helped me just get the general info. I, I I recommended anybody who wanted to get in the business to go through that first, so that I'm not spending time training. On, so once on again, basic, delegation. Delegation. Yeah, and then now what I do is I set up my 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 guys that already know uh, a, a lot of the stuff that we cover. They run trainings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I just set them up. Hey, uh, Juanito's gonna run training on on point. Or on calculating income, or on reviewing credit, or whatever. I just have to give the set up, set up the training, and I have them training, and I hop in and just drop in a little, a little some, some, and then I hop out, and and I know they're handling, and I'm handling business. I'm focused on like, okay, what's next? But the higher stuff, bro. Wow, you're. This is this is this. You know what? I actually I was I was talking to a few. Yeah. I have a mastermind in in Knox in Ventura, yeah. and uh, I was talking to a few LOs, and I was saying, imagine if this was a it was a thing you created that thing that i was that i was thinking of man you you're basically creating a, a an educational platform mm-hmm. for your los your guys you guys are gonna go far no doubt in my mind bro you guys are gonna go far because you're teaching them the basics right i mean i was with a bank for seven years bro and even being at a bank a big bank mm-hmm. for that and even being at a big bank there was no real education on how to be an lo how to calculate things it was just kind of like go find a deal bring it back and plus put it on yeah. how do i do it well i don't know figure it out you know what i mean yeah. um so i think that what you're doing is is gonna definitely help put you on the map yeah as a team yeah as a team as, yeah. as, a, as a as a it's just wow man. and wow. i want them to get that recognition yeah more than, more than anything yeah you know what i mean because right now andy it's like okay i think i almost feel like people are like okay, they see my face already. A few people, you know, too many times. But yeah. I think that when we start, no sabemos quién es el mono. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think it's cool when 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 now people are like, hey, who's Chente? Actually, I, I he's he's got a good a uh, good personality. El guy yeah, lo conocía yeah. driven. Yeah, so you see yeah. what I'm saying? Who's Betty? Cool who's and then next thing you know, it's like they're coming up. Yeah, and I love I love seeing that. Like, I like that man. I'm tired of seeing my face. I want to see my people's faces. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna put I'm gonna say something on film <laughs> that he's not gonna like it. He's not gonna like it, right? So Chente, right? Yeah. We had an arm wrestling. Uh, Yesterday. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. Uh, oh. This one with, with Chente was in Halloween. Okay. Okay. A ver qué pasó. Right. So we had a, a, a arm wrestle competition. Albert's like, hey, I want to see you two arm wrestle, right? One hundred bucks <laughs> for the winner. And he he, he, he loves he, he loves to just get people competing against. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And then looks I was, like the and then I told Chente, we're doing because because for a bit we're we're like this. Okay. And we were thinking, no, bro, we don't want to compete against each other, bro. I don't want to beat you. You don't want you to be, you know, we yeah. don't want to do that. But at the end of the day, I, I whisper, I'm like, we're doing it. You need this exposure. 
what I mean? Like, I want people to see, and, and, and all eyes on us, the whole circle, I want I want people to see, like, who's this guy? Yeah. So when we're arm wrestling, uh, of course, I, I was I was trying to win. And then I thought to myself, why are you going to win, Andy? Like, let, <laughs> let him win. And people be like, oh, shit. You know, it's, it's all eyes on Chente now. Yeah. Because he, he, he took the W. Everybody knows. I'm, I thought to myself, everybody knows. Everybody here at least knows Andy. But not everybody knows Chente. Yeah. So, Chente, hey, you're not going to believe me, brother, but... I went a little, I went a little soft for a little bit, so that yeah, you, take the time, you heard that, Chente? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So it, it, it just, uh, it, it's not, it ain't no better feeling than seeing your people get the spotlight okay. too, brother. Like I can't wait to my to see who 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 in our team takes top performer next year because that's okay. who, who we're expecting us. You know, um, when we when we walked in, Rico said something about you, and I didn't really know much about you, so it was hard to piece it, but. Yeah. You have a lot of qualities that make you a dangerous person when it comes to kind of like achieving that goal when it comes yep. to like making it. But I, you have one extra quality that we haven't talked about, bro. Mm. That that's really what sets you more as a mm. as a key player, as a dangerous person. Is mm. uh, Rico said que te gusta jugar el pendejo. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's true, bro. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think that people drop their guard on you. They kind of sleep on you a little bit, and then when you need to show what you got, then you show up and you you. You almost surprise people. Yeah, like yeah porque pones la cara. No más, nada más pones la cara, bro. Porque yeah. pendejo no tienes nada. So yeah. nada más pones la cara de, hey, how do you how do you do this and and uh, how do you do that? And I feel like you're just like listening and hearing and listening and analyzing. And that's that's amazing, man, that you have that characteristic because that's dangerous. Not only that, you're selfless, bro. You are self. You. I don't feel from this conversation and getting to know you through this conversation. I feel like there is no selfish. Uh, Anything, there's nothing selfish in your body, bro. Yeah. I feel you're selfless. You want to put yeah. your people on. You want to yeah. see them grow. Um, you're willing to jump in and learn how to swim and then tell everybody, okay, jump yeah. in. It's safe. There's no sharks in the water. Yeah. It's safe. I learned how to swim. Now come jump in and uno, uno, uno por uno. Let me show you guys. Okay, this is how you do things. You know what I mean? And and that is something very admirable, bro. Yeah. Um, that's something big. It's it's the hombres, the, the cabrones, the huevos, bro. Es algo que te respeto un chingo. Like I can't, I can't, uh, I can't say that that I know too many people that are willing to put others' wants and needs before theirs. I mean, like you said, you went back to your hometown and you pulled people out of what they thought was there forever. Yeah. Right. And you gave them a dream. Mm -hmm. You allowed them to become a child again. Yeah. And dream and want something bigger, something better. Let me tell you something, a, a story. You won't know who it is, so it's cool. I'm going to just expose his ass right now. Because <laughs> it'll be anonymous. But I love their stories, too, bro. Like, we, we as a team have have a, a clear description as to what our why is. Right. You know, we have our whys, we have our goals, and I know why they're doing what they're doing. So when they need an accountability partner, then I'm there to remind them, hey, remember when you said... That you went to Target and your daughter said she wanted a toy. She said she wanted this toy. And you said, oh, shit, it's 60 bucks. Mija, why don't you get this one over here? This one's really nice, too, because this one's 20 bucks. You know what I mean? And it broke your heart that you, 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 you weren't able to give her what she wanted. You had, a, you had her settle for something else. But that as a man, I, you know how much that hurt you. And, and I come around, I tell him, hey, brother. You're gonna have to work this weekend. Remember why why you're doing. It. Remember that your little daughter is gonna, you know, have to bring it back up. That or I have another buddy who who in his family it was just all about drug dealing. You know that's the way that 
he, he said something powerful a couple weeks ago. He said, he said, uh, they asked him, what, what success to you? And he said, man, if you would ask me what success to me three months ago, I would have said success to me is or would have been to see who can push the most keys of whatever it was in a week or in a. So he was talking about that was success where, where he comes from. Right. To see who could sell the most dough. And, and now he said, man, a couple weeks ago, my nephew, my little nephew, 10 year old. He asked me for a favor. He asked me to buy him something for some some gaming device. And I said no for whatever reason. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm just going to sell drugs. He's like, man, that's an example that we're setting for these kids at 10 years of age. He's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to stop that faucet of us producing nothing but little drug dealers in our family, because that's what that's what they've seen all their life. This buddy of mine, since he was 10, that's what he was doing. You know what I mean? And um. And he's like, I'm going to I'm going to close that faucet. I'm going to make sure that I am the person that shows that we can become successful businessmen without having to do that, without having to take that avenue. You know, what I mean, so that then I come back around and I remind them why, why we're doing what we're doing. And I'm I'm privileged to be able to to help them accomplish those goals, you know. So it's well, special, bro. It's way deeper than just. Yeah, no, there's there's a deeper rooted. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um. And I hope that not only do you share that here one day, because yeah. this is not the only time we're going to have you on this show. Yeah, um, I hope to have you on here again, bro. But I hope that this is something that because, yes, you share that you're passionate about helping people, bro. But it sounds like there's a deeper rooted even for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a deeper rooted why yeah. that I feel like maybe you haven't even shared with the world yet. Yeah. And I feel like one day when you do, you're going to impact so many lives. You're already doing it on a on a scale that I haven't really seen I'm telling you, bro. You're a what? What do we? What, what's that word you use, Rigo? You're a an anomaly. Anomaly. You're an anomaly, bro. What, you're wait, something. Describe that for me, brother. Which, I'm gonna need the dictionary. An on, anomaly, an outlier, somebody who, against all odds, is always finds a way to overcome most of their obstacles. And yeah. it's, it's it who is uncommon. Yeah. For yeah. example, I might not be able to achieve the same thing you have because you just have this mindset. You have the way you operate and the way you handle things. It's mm-hmm. it's unseen. Yeah, it really is, bro. And and you're making an impact to the right people. You're you're literally going back. Uh, and I'll tell you this because I mean I come I don't come from the nicest neighborhood, right? Yeah. yeah. In Oxford, so you're going to the hood and you're taking your homies out the hood. Mm-hmm. You're uh, you're kind of like the homie that made it out the hood, and yeah. you're going back in there and fishing your boys out and saying, yeah. hey, you know what? I'm gonna put you on. I'm gonna put you in position to win. And that's te lo admiro un chingo, bro. Yeah. Real talk. De hombre a hombre, bro. This is something that. Um, a lot of what you're saying really resonates with me and, and I hope it really res- resonates with the people listening. Yeah. If there's any of your team listening on here, man, I'll tell each and every one of you guys, this man truly believes in you. Yeah. Andy truly believes in you and in your dreams and who you're going to become. Don't take anything that he shows you for granted because uh, you can see it in his eyes. This guy's passionate not only about his goals but about your goals. So for the man that's listening that couldn't buy that $60 gift for his daughter. Hey, bro, you got this. Ponte las pilas. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he's saying. To the guy that heard his 10-year-old nephew talk about drugs, you know what? Be the example. Mm-hmm. You want to see a difference in this world? Well, be the difference that you want to see. And to everybody else on his team that's listening, you have an amazing leader, somebody that wants to see you succeed and that is not scared of going in the trenches with you. Something amazing, bro. Honestly, Andy... I already had respect for you, bro. But after hearing you speak today, 
man, this is just, I respect you on a different level, bro. Thank you, brother. The cabrones, the hombres, the, the yeah. chingones, the loan officers, bro. Something that I really admire. And, and I see why you're doing amazing things. And I see why you're going to continue to do amazing things. Thank keep you, changing lives, bro. Neta, keep changing lives. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, we always like to end it with parting words from you. What is something that you want to drop to your team, drop to the audience, maybe just drop to those people that don't know you? Yeah, uh, I'd say just live life as a student. You know, we there, there's always so much more for us to, to to learn to improve, and that's something I've I've told every single one of our 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 team members. We will always be students students of the game you know the moment we feel like we know something we we put a cap on on our potential so if this is a millennial mindset i mean even that puro title is talking about us shifting that if if any of us are not in tune with what we really can accomplish or i know we were talking about millennials having a bad a bad rep about being lazy or whatnot Man, we 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 can do amazing things if we just get our mindset right, you know. So, so remain a student. Yeah, always always be learning. I know there is a saying, always be closing. I would say always be learning. Yeah, you know. So definitely, I'll leave, I'll leave my people with that. So, where can they find you if they want to, you know, reach out to you, reach out to your business, get more information on you? Where can they find you? Yeah, look me up on Instagram, Andy's Home Loans, and on Facebook, it'd be Andy's Home Loans as well. So add me on there, shoot me a little DM, and, and I always engage with my people on there too. I get a lot of messages, and I do my best to give back to everybody. Definitely. I'll, I'll be uh, an advocate for that. I, I've received messages even before I met you, bro. So with that being said, bro, once again, thank you so much for taking the time and, and sharing your story in, in business with us. Um, truly an amazing and inspirational millennial that's doing great things. Um, mi gente, we truly appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you uh, continue to get those notifications when we get to share stories like these that are impacting people and individuals. I know that there's somebody out there that is going to be inspired after this, this conversation that we had. So once again, thank you so much. And we will catch you on next week's episode. Peace. Peace out, guys.